I'm not sure if you can hear the excitement in my voice, but <laughs> I am excited on how we are maturing in this journey mapping process. Hey there, Team Milliken. Every day, we take our customers on a journey. It might begin with a casual inquiry or a sales call, and it goes on to a satisfied customer, and if we're really good, a sales relationship that lasts for decades. How do we track that journey? How do we monitor customer sentiment and transform sales into long-term relationships? I'm Betsy Sikma, and today I'm talking with Dushant Kapoor, Director of Customer Experience, and Alicia Harmon, Sales Excellence Leader from the Chemical Division. Together, they'll teach us about the process known as customer journey mapping. Welcome, Dushant and Alicia. Thank you. Thank you. Have you here? Yeah. All right. So right off the bat, we're gonna get really basic. I'm just gonna ask you, what does the term customer journey mapping mean? So that's a great question, Betsy. So customer journey mapping is really the process that we engage to better understand our customer needs and how they do business with us, because we want to understand from their perspective. So that way we can transform that into a visual map representation of their engagement or journey with us. I think uh, what I would add to that is it it just gives out the moments that matter for the customers. What are those emotional engagements that we have with them throughout this entire process that they're going through with us? What are the friction points that they have with us uh, where we are not giving a very good experience for them? What are the moments of truth which are impacting their perception of how they're doing business with us. Uh, so it's, it's basically an entire visualization of where those moments are. One of the things that I would want to mention and I tell everyone is how is it different from business process mapping? Because mm-hmm. a lot of individuals are aware of what a process map is, yep. but not what a customer journey map is. So a process map is basically an inside out view of what we believe the customers are going through. Whereas a journey map is an outside in view of what the customers are actually going through and their emotions in that entire journey. So you've actually connected with the customer to understand how they feel at those moments and and where those sort of moments of truth, I think you describe them as? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that's what makes this a valuable source of information because it is not just giving us the process steps, it is giving us the actual emotions that the customers are facing in that in that process that they're going through with us. Oh, that's, that's incredible. And we know there is um, so much decision-making that happens through emotion, not just through process. Absolutely. And so um, talk to us a little bit about that. How does understanding a customer's journey benefit us as a business? So if you look at any customer journey mapping, there is, there, is a, there is a very common term that we use, which is known as empathy-driven insights, which basically means you are putting yourself in customer's shoes, looking at what is the experience that they've had while they're doing business with you? What are the ups and downs uh, that they have? What are the emotions that they're feeling? And, and like you just said, a lot of, lot of decisions are made through emotions. It gives us the capability to understand those emotions. It gives us the capability to make decisions based on what the customers are feeling and align our businesses and our priorities based on customers' needs and wants. So so helping us to align priorities based on empathy for the customer. Alicia, anything you want to add? 
Sure, I was just going to add that really understanding our customers' needs enable us to be a better, more proactive partner. Mm. And really, we're improving their journey and ensuring continued innovation and growth. That's yeah. great. And I think in Millikan's context, what it would help us do is it will help us prioritize what areas we should focus on in the coming years for the customers to make our businesses more successful, be more profitable, and target the right set of customers. You know, you're you're making me think of sort of the way we used to talk about customer experience. When I first came to Millikan, even only just about four and a half years ago, customer experience was much more in-person, white glove treatment. Um, we defined customer intimacy in a very personal, but literally like a physical and face-to-face way, which I think is the old Millican way of, of doing things and, and really high touch, truly intimate. Now, post-COVID and in the midst of digital transformation, that physical white glove treatment just isn't possible. So with this sort of empathetic, almost golden rule approach to understanding the customer, we're able to to reach customer intimacy, but on a different level. And, and it sounds like on a level that can scale. Absolutely. Also. And I think that's, that's the visualization that customer journey mapping helps us with. What are those different kind of customer personas that we have in different journeys uh, that, that they have with us? What are the emotions that they're feeling? Because not every customer would have the same needs and wants, as well as we may not be able to satisfy those needs and wants for every customer based on the limited resources that we have. Mm. How is it that we are just providing the right level of service to the right customer and ensuring that we uh, we grow in that process with our customers? The right level of service to the right customer. I love that. Alicia, Talk to us a little bit about what the process or method was when you designed together the customer journey mapping experience for the chemical business. So your team went out first um, on the customer journey mapping pilot for the company. How did that go? What was the process like and what were the challenges that you faced? So. We really started by interviewing a cross-section of our customers across the division. And a cross-section meaning we were looking at different business units, different regions, different roles, size of company, things like that. And really we wanted to gather the overlying themes and insights, which interestingly enough, they varied more by the buyer's behavior themselves than the actual business unit. Because a lot of our business units going in thought, right, we're all special, we'll each have our own journey. But that wasn't the case. There was a lot of overlap between the BUs with our journey maps that came out. Interesting. And we actually had three journey maps emerge. So the first one was consistent spec or consistent specifications. And those are the chemical customers who regularly purchase a predefined product. So they know exactly what they want, they call us and they request that. And they have really limited expectations or no expectations of innovation or technical support. Our second one is requirements driven. And those are the customers that rely on our products and our development resources to rapidly innovate. And our third one is co-development. And this is really the future-focused customer who they're producing products that are differentiated to meet and sometimes create a market demand. So each of their journey map contains a, a heat map of what Duchamp has said earlier, moments of truth or what I like to call big feels, right? They can either be positive or they can be negative. And also they have friction points, which are minor inconveniences, but they have that negative 
um, that negative feeling attached to it by our customer. And so by identifying these across our three journeys, we're really able to determine that our hero mentality, just like you were saying earlier, Betsy, of doing everything for everyone was really at our limit. And it really led to a less than ideal experience for our most valuable customers and we're business, right? And that also unnecessary lost profit from our lower revenue customers. So you talked a little bit about some of the challenges that you overcame at the beginning. Now talk to us a little bit about what some of the key stages um, and, and frankly, maybe a little bit more about the personas that were identified for the chemical business. Any key insights there? So regarding the key stages in our customer personas, all of our mats naturally had a handoff between the phases. There was a qualify and manage suppliers in the beginning, and then develop and test products in the middle, and then finally the order and receive product stages at the end. And their associated customer personas uh, they all differed depending on business and personal needs, but they were different by journey. And so really, I think the key insight that I think came out of that for us was the stages and personas truly highlighted that we have a complex sell, even with the consistent spec customer who calls and knows exactly what they want, really stressing the importance of having multifunction relationships across all of our accounts. So we need to be deep and wide. Talk to me a little more about those big feels moments. Is that what you call them? The moments of deep feeling. Yep. What what were some of those moments that emerged? Well, and again, to what Deshaun had said, that's where really the true emotions are coming out. So they were very stressed that their order was late, or they were really unhappy that we weren't able to respond at an appropriate time. And so it's really those, those moments in time that the customer had such an exorbitant reaction, um, kind of taken away from the actual journey map itself. It's just, it was an outlier, if you mm, will. Like and an so those are the ones on the we really want to try to address. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, so we've talked a lot about empathy-driven insights. Uh, what positive changes or benefits have you seen? I guess you've been at this for about a year, right, Alicia? Mm-hmm. So, so a year of sort of understanding the customers, um, gathering these, these insights, sort of viewed through a lens of empathy, what changes have you made to the way that you know we work with our customers based on what you've learned? So we're acting on their feedback and we're actually managing customer expectations through just improved communication and we've actually adjusted our service levels by tier. We started with our regulatory group and I've really been able to prioritize our incoming requests and get everyone on the same page from sales to customer service to even manufacturing. And so associates really appreciate that guidance and helping to prioritize because we all have a lot of requests coming in from all of our customers. And really customers across the board are responding positively as well. So I'll ask you this question first, Alicia, and then a broader view from you, Dushant. So what are the next steps, Alicia? What, What comes next for the chemical business? One of the really great things about customer journey mapping is it's truly an iterative process. And so when done right, it's not only going to improve our profitability, but also improve the satisfaction of all customers. And so from the chemical side, we plan to use the feedback from the MPS survey, much like we did our original themes and insights that came out from our earlier interviews with CJM or customer journey mapping. And it's just a continued mindset to think with the customers in mind. We want to act on their feedback shared and really necessary to provide updates to our customers, which not only reinforces that we truly heard them, but that Millican cares and we're truly a best-in-class partner. Thanks, Alicia. So Dushant, 
back over to you from an enterprise level. What next steps do you see on our customer experience journey? So I, overall, if you would ask me, and I'm not sure if you can hear the excitement in my voice, but <laughs> I am excited on how we are maturing in this journey mapping process and developing a better understanding of our customers, their needs and wants, as well as what actions we need to prioritize to improve their experience. We started with the chemical business. We had a very successful journey mapping exercise with textile over I think a couple of weeks ago, we finished the action planning workshop with approximately 70 associates from different functions in textile and their division leadership team. And we're able to identify three key initiatives that will have a significant impact on improving the business and our customer experience. We are now working with Flow Covering Division to kick off the customer journey exercise for them. We have an amazing core team in place uh, that understands the business and the customers very well. And we are starting to engage with the team and the division uh, to kick off that process. And I know, um, just to add on, we've even sort of begun to dip our toe in the water of associate journey mapping, too. Yes. So talk just briefly about what that looks like and, and why, why would we take something like customer journey mapping and apply it to our people? That was a very interesting, uh, I should say, experiment that we did. Uh, but if you look at it, with that experiment, it proves that you can apply a journey mapping exercise to either an employee experience or associate experience or a customer experience. Gave great insights to our HR team, which they're now utilizing to enhance our associate experience and reduce attrition. That's incredible. So applying that same model to understand where those big feel, I like that, those big feelings are on an associate's journey in year one um, to try to give them the best possible experience at Millican. Well, thank you, Dushant and Alicia, for helping us to understand a little bit more about customer journey mapping. I hope we'll hear more from you soon as the program expands. And thank you, Team Millican, for listening to Millican for Everyone. This is a Marketing Center of Excellence production. Alan Jenkins is our producer. And once again, I'm Betsy Sigma. Remember, we can make a positive impact that will last generations and we'll do it together.